guys, welcome to the journey. I have a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm T. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> please act like nobody knows you. Because nobody knows you. That's what I'm saying, I'm T. Your name is T. Uh, that's how you refer to me. People seem to know me as T. So T, do you have a full name? I do. What's your full name? Oh, my full name is Theron. Hey guys, we are in the podcast studio. I am in with Theron, my man, my booth, and we have a very exciting topic. So I, this is, this is weird for both of us. Very. This is weird. Let's just put that out of the bag. This is weird for both of us. For those listening, you are really missing out. You should be watching this on YouTube to see the whole thing unfold. So we've been dating for, we're going on three years, right? So we thought we'll take you guys uh, I don't know, share thoughts about it. And there's always been questions about meeting the right person. Where can I meet a Theron? Where can we meet a Theron? <laughs> so there's been a lot of that, but all over all of the three years that we've been dating, Theron has, has never had to do this. And I just thought, why not? Let's get a male's perspective on everything. Dating, relationship, love, fighting, heartbreak. Is it worth it? <laughs> I get it. Anyways, so over to you. How are you feeling? Great. Yeah? Yeah. This is great for you. <laughs> what are your thoughts on dating? Are we dating? Aren't we dating? I don't think we're dating. What are we doing? <laughs> we live together. We are a couple. We're an item. We're partners. We... I wouldn't defer. I think of dating as people who are getting to know each other, who go on dates so they can get to know each other. Do you know everything about me? I don't know everything about you, but I know I know quite a bit about you. I'm not. We're no longer dating. We're no longer just getting to know each other. We're, or even. I mean, <laughs> we live together, and that. To, I don't okay. think people date when they're living together. They do. Don't you ask me out on dates? Yeah, but it's not dating. We're not dating at that point. We're going on dates. But... What, should, what should I call it then? It's a relationship. We're. Oh, that's the word I should have used. Okay. <laughs> I was so confused. Fine. What are your thoughts on relationship? Well, yeah. I, 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 I've... I vote for relationships. Is it worth, worth it? What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, if you could go back to the day we with met. the right person, it's worth it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Am I the right person? Definitely. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This goes without saying. We had, we kind of had an idea of what this was gonna be. As you can see, I thought we were dating. We are in a relationship, so that's the surprising part. But I'm going to take you back to when we just met. Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I liked you. I was into you. I was like, yeah, <laughs> two thumbs up. Uh, I got two thumbs up? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Well, yeah, I mean, you were you were funny. Um, I was very funny. You were very funny. And uh, yeah, we had a real good connection. And of course, you're beautiful. And... You know, easy on the eyes. So. Oh, easy on the eyes. <laughs> He's never used that lie. I hope we still record. He's never used that lie. Um, before we move on, Theron is not a man of 
words. So this is actually putting you out of character. Yeah. You really chat here about other stuff, not in these other things. Okay, so it's easy on the eyes. Uh-huh. That's new. I'm, I'm enjoying this, in case it's not obvious. Um, if Is there anything you could have done differently? I could have done differently. Yeah, when we met. Met you earlier? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, although okay. if you go back too far, you would have been too young, so maybe not. <laughs> All right, so for those who do not know, me and T have an age gap, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Is that a problem for you? I don't think it's a problem now. I think in some ways, you know, it works out well because uh, for me, uh, I think you know, it becomes a little bit easier as you get older you become a bit more financially stable uh, and I think that makes relationships easier and raising your girlfriend (laughs) easier raising your girlfriend easier but um, uh, also supposedly right uh, men and women sort of reach uh, emotional maturity I'm sorry this is you're really in character right now yes (laughs) (laughs) they reach Emotional maturity at uh, different ages, right? And supposedly for men, it's like around 40 or a couple of years after that or something like that. Whereas for women, it's around 30. So it's not 28 anymore. 28 to 30, men, it's like 40, 42, 43, something like that. Oh, so you're like mature and mature, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that a person is mature, like in the way that like society would say, oh, that's a mature person at that age. It mm-hmm. just sort of means that they're probably not going to get any more mature beyond that. <laughs> so so I'm not going to get more mature than this? Yeah, you've reached emotional maturity. Oh, emotional. Whatever you're at, you're at. <laughs> this is what you <laughs> This have. is it. This is, this is, this is as good as it's going to get. Okay. Yeah. Over to you. Do you, you want to bounce a question back because I've kept you on a spotlight? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay, go. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, is it, is it worth it? You, you've, uh, I, was, I thought it was a very odd question. You've asked, is it worth it? And Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you did ask me three years ago, right about when you met me, no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> no, because in my head, I was kind of looking for this particular guy. There's a guy in my head, which I've talked to you about this mm-hmm. before. There are things that... I've always wanted a guy to have, and I knew I was asking for a lot. Well, I wasn't asking for a lot, but it was kind of conditioned that I was asking for a lot. But then I met you and all the things that I actually expected, like my exes to meet and whatnot, it came easy to you. So I think it's absolutely... Like, like what, babe? What, what, what? I'll give you a stupid example. Remember okay. that time every time you cook and where's my... Because we don't have specific gender roles. There aren't cooks. It's not a gender role. It's just like... Everybody decides to be their own kind of lazy. Theron cooks, so I'm okay if he cooks. I cook if, well, just not to die. Theron enjoys it. So every time he cooks, I'll just sit on the counter. I'll tell you, I've told you that story like yes. 20 times. So I dated, well, not dated. I saw this guy for like a few. And he was, I don't know. I sat on the countertop and that drove him insane. And I thought it was a white people thing. <laughs> so I met Theron and he always lets, leaves a space for me to sit on the counter as he cooks. So that's, that's like something very minute, but it means mm-hmm. so much to me. Then, I don't know, it's like having your person. I, I, like, I go to work, I come back, there's somebody that I love. 
because I don't like sharing my space. <laughs> I love my personal. Like, I'm particular about stuff, but... See, if we were dating, you would have your personal space and you would, you know, have that kind of thing. But we're not dating. We're in a relationship and we live together, which is why, like you said, you come home to your person. It's... Well, again, that's kind of the thing I was trying to say. I, you didn't I got, anticipate. I didn't anticipate enjoying sharing my space. Like, okay, you come over, we hang out, okay, can you leave now? Yeah. So that that, that that's, seemed like healthy enough. But right stadium. now, I'm just like, please don't leave. For people that actually know us, mm-hmm. which is very few people, <laughs> but for people that know us, like in real life, yeah, know that we have this codependency, which for most relationships, it doesn't work. What are your thoughts on that? We're codependent. I don't think that we're actually so codependent so much as that. Listen, nice. listen. So much that we uh, enjoy each other's company and we don't like feel a need to, you know, like have time apart and you know have some separation and stuff like that. But it's not as if we're also not capable or not functional. We, you yeah. know. Okay, in the three. If I have time alone, I I still enjoy it. I'm not like. Like when you know, have you ever had time alone? The okay. past three years. <laughs> I do. I you know I, I have time to to waste occasionally, or if I have to go on a trip for work or something like that. Like it's not like I'm, okay. uh, you know, dysfunctional at that point because I, I <laughs> I'm not with uh, you know with you. But you know I prefer to be with you. But it's not like I. I don't. I don't see it as codependent. Is it like we're like, oh, it just don't function without each other. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we. You do. want me to be lying? <laughs> no, but I don't think we have also never spent time apart, except that one time when my visa didn't come through, and then you had to travel for three weeks. That's the longest we've been apart. Mm-hmm. And then me and you kind of moved in rather quickly when. I don't know if I moved in or we moved in or I just that never left. Six months. No, six months was the official, right? Yeah. But I kinda were in in like the first month when you started living together. Yeah, and you slept over a lot, but we didn't live together. You had your I own space, left. almost all your stuff within your own space. Security. <laughs> Security purpose. And we did still spend, you know, nights apart. It wasn't we weren't living together fully. We kind of saw one another every day of the week. Yeah, we didn't do like an extended dating thing. Remember at the time when we were watching these funny shows, people were like, yeah, I have a, a boyfriend. How often do you see them? Like, oh, once a week or yeah, once every two weird. weeks. Like that was dating. People were like literally see the person once a week. That's what I think a lot of people think dating is. You, you, uh, you, you know, you have, uh, you have your own, each person has their own place, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a busy, busy work schedule and like that. So you don't see each other all week long. And then on like Friday night, you go out on a date and that's okay. dating. So, okay, that, that's not what <laughs> That's why it also takes forever, probably, you know, like how long, how many, you know, it would take forever to get to know somebody like that. Okay. So what would you advise people to do? Move in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. I feel like uh, you, yeah, you, you learn a lot, um, you know, but I think it also works like we did, you know, you move in slowly, right? You can each have your own space, but you, I don't see anything wrong without, with also with like seeing each other a lot at the beginning. Um, 
you can work out, you know, like, is this something that has long-term potential or not? And because if you, if you, uh, you know, if you're just seeing a person once a week, it's going to take long to know they're crazy. It's going to take, you know, or maybe you will never figure that out until you finally do actually move in. And then by then it'll be too late. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to use the segue to crazy. How soon did it take for you to know, like, oh no. Well, I mean, yeah. No, babe, there's no. You're not crazy. Nobody's, I mean. Am I? You're not. not. No. Aww, he doesn't believe that. (laughs) I don't. Um, No, I think you're very much not crazy. You're, you're, You're a very, you know, sort of sane, reasonable. Enough. Mellow person. Mellow. You are. I'm mellow. Okay, not like you're high. You you have high energy, and you and and but but uh, I don't know. I guess I think of crazy as being somebody like like you'll have very inconsistent behavior. Um, Your behavior is not inconsistent. Your behavior is very consistent. Thank you. I mean, you might, like, I think a lot of people would be envious if they, like, sat back and thought, like, wow, like, how is she just, like, upbeat and go all the time? Uh, Maybe there's some underlying mental condition there, but I like it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Underlining mental condition, that's, that's staring, everybody. Um, Okay, so, so. So me and you moved really quickly from dating into a relationship. We mm-hmm. we didn't spend a lot of time dating. That's what. Apparently, yeah. By so how long society's you definition for? of dating? I don't know. A couple weeks, a few weeks. But, oh, we counted the ten days. Because <laughs> yeah, this is our dating. story. <laughs> so we met on the tenth, which will be the Tuesday you guys are watching this. Initially, we were supposed to just have lunch, and then our lunch when we met, the chemistry was just there. It was really good. We wanted to spend. We moved lunch to dinner. We were just there together. And then you had to take care of some personal stuff. And then I had to leave. And then work and life happened. So the next time we ended up seeing one another was on the 14th, which is when we consummated this relationship. (laughs) And then he was like, man, she's the one, right? (laughs) No? Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I already had He's good. Like, no. Listen, I already had good vibes about you from the tenth. I didn't need the fourteenth. You didn't need the fourteenth, so I should take it off the table. No, I, I, I'm, I'm saying it was already, you know, yeah, we were removed. It, that was just like a step along the way. It, it, it wasn't like the the the. the it didn't trap you then. No. Really? Yes. So the tenth, I already had you in the bag. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> So anyways, we met on the 10th, on the 14th, we had our second date, and then 10 days later, which will be the 20th, right? We said, I love you to one another, which we're going to agree that it's not healthy if somebody else told us that story. How about healthy? It's not risky. Healthy. You know. Yeah, that's the definition of not healthy. If somebody told me this story, like the one I'm talking to you, like, oh yeah, I met this great guy, and then... It's emotionally risky. I think, you know, other people maybe what might, like, have a bad reaction to that, like, oh, like, this is too much, yeah. too soon. But too much, it, too soon. If it's too much, too soon, then maybe that's not the right person for you. Like, but I think we were both... Attracted towards one another. Well, we both have this similar aspect of our personality, where we have... You know, it was, 
if it had been somebody else, it would have been too much too soon. But because we're both like, oh no, like we can just jump in head first and you know dive in and 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 uh, and be vulnerable and uh, say stuff like that and not scare each other off because we're. I both, was scared. We're both yeah, but you. you were, I mean, I I did feel something for you, but again, I'm a hopeless romantic. I I I romanticize every every little thing. So when I met you from like day one, when mm-hmm. I met you, I was like, I wasn't sure. And then I, when I met you, and I was just like, oh shit, I'm I'm fucked. Like you ticked all the right boxes, but I was just like, well, the good ones are always gone, I guess. So I I I, I, I tried so hard not to, like fall heads over here in love with you but when you did it which is like this is the first th- time somebody's loving me at my pace mm-hmm. so that was refreshing but also terrifying because sometimes i just like romanticize the whole thing then fall in love with the person really quickly and then like a week later i'm like eh. <laughs> but yeah I, it was it was refreshing for a change but if i could go back i wouldn't change anything um, let's talk about fights. Uh-huh. Oh, you say, uh-huh. <laughs> You'll be like, no, babe, we don't fight. Let's, let's try again. Let's talk about fights. No, babe, we don't <laughs> fight. We do fight, but it's pretty rare. I mean, um... Do we? We've had... There are times when I, like, you know, maybe step on your feelings a bit or, or you know... You know, maybe a little bit off, and I try to apologize. We move on. Most of that moves on. It happens. Like I wouldn't really qualify those as fights. It's more like, uh, you know, like a. Kimmy sensitive. No, actually, Kimmy's not that sensitive. Kimmy tends to be able to move on. uh, Thank you. You're maintaining my hardcore status in this street. Appreciate that. Yeah, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but. But yeah, we have had a few fights where I would say, because then it was like we were in disagreement, as in not just me being like, oh shit, I'm sorry, but like, no, no I disagree heads. with you. And you're like, no, I disagree with you. And then we, we have a fight. But in three years, we can count those in like one. Well, yeah, about one hand, yeah. Yeah. So closing on three years, we've, we've I, I know it doesn't look like BMT fight, which that's just crazy. We are not relative, even relatives do fight. But in all the relationships, this is the least amount of fights I have under my belt. So I in like roughly thinking right now we've had like three major fights. Mm-hmm. Three Four, major maybe five, but yeah, no more than five. No more f- I'm thinking three, because <laughs> the three did have three breakups. <laughs> oh now we're now we're now we're going to breakups. <laughs> oh okay. So we've just had well they're not breakup, they're just like verbal breakups. Moving on. Not me. <laughs> I'm not the one doing the breaking up. And you yeah, don't actually like, break up either, but you like to imply that you might be thinking about it or like Yeah. And those, that's like a really extreme position to go to. So it's sort of funny because we never fight, but then the very few times we do... Yeah, I burn everything. You are very like, oh, I'm about to like leap off a, a bridge with this and yeah. 
yeah burn that's everything behind my you. coping mechanism i'm gonna leave you before but you're, you leave me first you've been getting better right i'm I think so much that you, better thanks for asking <laughs> you've uh recognized that that's maybe that's not healthy, healthy. Yes. yes um yeah so speaking of this we've kind of had some times where we bad head and we are all strong opinionated people and in most cases Theron kind of lets things go so there are times when he feels really strongly about stuff he will be like Mm-mm, uh, no I feel really strongly about you know like okay well I feel stronger and he'll be like I feel the strongest but do you think fights are healthy yeah there should be something fighting going on they don't necessarily have to be the fights, sex? but they should be. No, no. <laughs> they don't have to be fights, but you know, but they're. I, I, it would be unnatural if you never, never uh, disagreed on anything, uh, and you know, fighting and you know implies conflict. And yes, there'll be disagreement, but uh, you know, hopefully you can figure out how to then compromise because that's the other thing is learning how to compromise. If you never fight, it's because one person is not really that heavily involved in the. Uh, in the relationship and any, yeah but again there's also another way uh which if i mention you'll actually you taught me this morally okay more fighting kind of makes you understand the person more mm-hmm. like how they handle I, i think fighting for me is healthy at least once leave along the spicy makeup sex that's really great and then sometimes it's good for me to actually still know if i still have it well i think this was also why i was saying that like so the difference between like dating and living together moving in that relationship yeah being in a relationship are <gasps> if you can spend enough time around each other eventually you're going to have a disagreement so it's informative to see what that looks like so how does the person handle it you know how that's where i was going yeah yeah how does the person handle when they're like really really mad like do they still maintain love do they reject you do they hold back love do they get really i don't know mean and say inconsiderate stuff and <laughs> i don't well, which part people think i say that, which no. one is this okay. pointing for <laughs> Like I said, the 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 implying that like I'm gonna leave you. Yes, that's, that's the definition of Theron's mean one. So see, when it is pe- mean. no more people hear mean things, I'll be like cussing you out left, right, and center. That's mean. Leaving you, honey. If you don't mean it, it's mean. Okay, Theron <laughs> is a is a gentle soul. So things like that, and I think in all the fights that well, okay, not all the fights, in the, like the three major fights that we've had. Which was also earlier on in the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. The three main re- fights that we've had, we've gone like I think to the lowest. We took each other to the lowest, and we built it up. If if I put it that way, you've helped me understand. Like some, it's easier to communicate rather than actually expect you to read my mind. Yeah. And also, men. It's surprising how men are still alive. And there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think also like one of the things that often I feel like happens in our fights too, and, and maybe this is true, true for a lot of Count couples. Them. Is, is also though that so you're in it together, right? And mm-hmm. and the goal that should actually be communication, right? Yeah, that's yeah. how you're going to resolve. That was my next point. That's how you're going to resolve this thing, right? Okay. Um, but. Uh, it can be a challenge if one 
what people are saying what they don't mean,、mm-hmm. and two, if people are, are <laughs> if people are、um, not listening or believing what the other person is saying either, right?、Mm-hmm. So if if so, so you said like you know it's difficult to be a mind reader, but it also sort of if you shouldn't try to meet to read people's minds either, right? So if they're saying what、mm-hmm. they're saying, listen to what they're saying and accept no, then, that, rather、um, than 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 reading behind it.、Uh, and I think that's what you know it, it struggles for me because when you when you say something like you imply kind of like oh you know like you want to break up with me,、okay. I take it seriously. I'm not trying to read behind it. I'm like yeah, like you know so that's why it's hurtful. If you say something like that, it's gonna be hurtful. But at the same time, if I say something to you, I mean that. I'm not like, like trying、what? to. I'm、um, gonna say the mean. Also, if you ever say the mean word to me, did you mean it? Yeah, probably. I have one in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what was that? I can't say it here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of communication, so to me, we both agree like fighting is、um, a healthy thing to do. No more fights. Like once in like six months, eight months. That's healthy. I don't think it needs to be happening consistently. I'm just saying that. No, it, I think it, I do. It, it's an informative thing. I I I wouldn't.、Uh, I plan my fights. Yeah, oh yeah. Like Tuesday. <laughs> like if things are so great, which is mostly the case for us. All of our fights have been unplanned. They have all been no, spontaneous. No, I plan. I plan some of them. You, you didn't plan anything. <laughs> you don't see there's been like all our fights. You're making it sound like we fight a hundred times. That's what I'm saying. They're not、It's、very many things. Five they're, they're fights. Pretty random, and uh, they. Uh, But there's a fight of plans. There are things. That, okay. Well, that would be new because, like I said, all these ones until now could not have been planned. They were、right. things we didn't see coming until they were there. Yeah, but I think if, with regards to like fighting, we have fought on the major things, and then we kind of have ironed the major things. Yeah. The things that. For some other couples, that's kind of the breaking point. That's why I'm saying. Also, it's important to have some disagreement and go through that and experience that,、uh, because then you can see how the other person, you know, deals with that kind of situation. And some people don't deal with them in healthy situations, you know, ways at all. And it's good to know that early on and, and move on if it's just not going to work. Okay, so I'm gonna take you back into Dayton. Yeah.、Uh-huh. If you we were like Dayton, and then think, how soon would you say something is not working out, and how much do you need to be there to give it a try? Well, I, I think、uh, values, right? So you gotta kind of check in on、uh, on on each other's values,、uh, early, and try and figure out what values you know are most important to you, and and are, is that person going to?、Uh, Sort of, you know. So you would say going into a relationship with a list of first knowing your values as a person, and then as you go into a relationship, going to a relationship ready with facts that these are your non-negotiables. Like this is what I want. I'm not willing to change this for. Yeah, I think that、um, oftentimes people may discover that their non-negotiables actually are negotiable. A lot of things that we think are really like fixed, hard, hard things are negotiable. I Example. Of, I think of values more as things that are really intrinsic to the person,、okay. uh, and there might be things that you don't even really think about、um, as being values, right? Until so religion. You, until you, yeah. So you're thinking more like religion or、um, finance,、uh, saving. Are those、yeah. values? They can be, yes.、Um, 
but uh, I think more, you know, it's about saving the, the world. Yes. No, that's a good value. It also it kind of says it was one of the things that drew me to you because. I mean, the world's burning, shit's on fire everywhere, but you're still determined to save the world. So I, that says more about you, that you're willing to try. Right. So the value there that I think is, is more general, though, is simply optimism, right? So there are okay. people who are sort of, you know, inherently come at life and the world and from a kind of a pessimistic, or they might call a realistic perspective, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes I can fall in that trap, but I think my overall disposition is an optimist, right? And and uh, and you're the same way, and and so that's how we you know we align uh, on on that. So you know the, those types of values is what I'm I'm talking about, like really. Also, uh, not stri- uh, striking kids. That's also a huge value in my book. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Yeah, see, one that we both so uh, anti-corporal punishments to kids, just because it's traumatic. It's also going to be like a future therapist bill waiting to happen. Yeah, and and people who have actually looked at this in a like you know systematic scientific way have all universally concluded that it's bad for people, it's bad for kids. It's bad for the environment. It's bad for the environment. It doesn't actually make anything better. Um, this idea that you will somehow spoil the child by by not hitting them yeah. uh, is just incorrect. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, yes, like I said, all the research really suggests actually that uh, physical violence regardless of, of the type of any it. kind of, no, no, I mean like of any type of physical violence, you know, is, is going to, um, both impair the relationship, mm-hmm. uh, between the, 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 the parent and the child, um, but also, uh, you know, potentially do long-term damage to, uh, to the child. Um, there was something like, uh, the, what is it? The, the, you know, the, the, the gray matter in the front of the brain is mm-hmm. like responsible for, um, you know, like being able to make choices, responsible choices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, amongst kids who are hit, uh, you know, and not like, uh, abu- not like abused or anything like that, but just like, you know, hit by, uh, I'm smiling by their because parents. the real yes. is coming out and I'm like, oh my God, there he is. Yeah, this is the real me. Uh, <laughs> It, it, it actually shrinks as as a result of, of you know going through that kind of experience. So yours is like child. really big because you're never bitten enough as a child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I I just never got it. Not because I knew the science behind it or anything. I just don't think it's necessary. Your points made. Yeah, but I think a lot of people who haven't you know they haven't had that experience right so they were beat or hit as a child they were and and, and they were told it was good beaten. they were told Beating it was good for they were told it was good for them right uh-huh. and and they internalized that and they you know can't really picture the alternative because mm-hmm. they haven't experienced it you know or they think that the alternative looks like uh you know really bratty kids or something like that um but uh, you know, growing up, I can say, from, you know, 
personal experience, that's not the case you at all. You were spoiled there, and I don't I think I was you... spoiled, but if I if I went over to other people's house, uh, you know, if I, you know, outside of the the, the family, and we go back, they would always, you know, my parents would be like, "Who is this, you know, kid that you're talking about?" Because they talk about how like, "Oh, he's so so nice, they're so polite," and it was true for all of my siblings, you know, that, that people you know, thought we were all very well-mannered and very, you know, very well-behaved uh, kids. Um, mm, let me see. Let me could... think about your siblings. All of them except one. <laughs> <laughs> which, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we did also have a conversation about our non-negotiables because I remember when I spoke to you, it's like, what's the one thing that... Well, non-negotiables, I think, and deal-breakers for us go hand-in-hand. Hand. Uh-huh. What is... What is your deal breaker? Remind me, I don't remember. You don't remember? I do remember it. Yes. What What's mine? Yours? Uh-huh. Non-negotiable thing. The one. There's only one. I've asked you for one thing. Only. Oh, well, I mean, you don't want to cheat her. That's it. There you go. <laughs> Pretty easy. <laughs> it's not. Do you know how... I know you find like it's the easiest thing. It's not for most people. Because how many times have we seen cases of cheaters? online, on TikTok, on all the TikTok news I share with you. be interesting to see what percentage TikTok of them news. were beat as children. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like they lack an internal locus of control, right? Because uh, they were, so cheaters equates to people. I don't know, I'm just making this shit up as I go, but, 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 uh, <laughs> I mean, on this particular... Actually, I'm proud of how I'm you just, just linked it back. I'm just making that up, but, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, some people, certainly that's more their disposition, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it, 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 it's not mine, um, but uh, again, like I said, you, you know, they have a little bit of self-control. I think people who, you know, it's like something that happens to them rather than like them, you know, obviously they're engaged like that, but, but they they don't feel like they have total control or like that, and that's how this On cheating, this I think it's, cheating is, you plan to do it. Yeah, it's a plan. You because you do. It's for a plan sure. for you me. Must. There's nothing like an accident or cheating. Yeah, you plan yeah, to yeah. do it. It's a lot of work. Right? <laughs> like you would know. It seems like a lot of effort and uh, um, I don't know stress. And I, I think you also have to have a certain amount of uh, you either <laughs> disconnect from the person that you're actually with, right? Or actual resentment of them. Oh, you also beaten as a kid. Or perhaps you were beaten <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> okay, so apparently you've forgotten the non-negotiable you said. Yours was never cheating, which is weird. Well, I mean, Yours was lying. The, right, it was lying, yeah. <laughs> you were like, never lie to me, which was like, great. That's the easiest one to do. I mean, so it's not, not cheating because... That those, are re- those are related things, though. Not necessarily. Lying could be just like the minute, tiny, tiny things. Like, I think if you practiced lying, right? Even about small things. Lying. My impression is that people do, right? Yeah, because they're beaten as kids. <laughs> <laughs> you practice lying even over small things, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe, the, you know, the, uh, to the types of person, people that you're lying to are the context. If you keep it sort of separate, maybe you can you can kind of control that. But if, if you um, are constantly lying mm-hmm. um, to your partner, yeah. right? Even over just small little things, There's no which point is usually... 
usually you know as a means to manipulate them mm-hmm. then it becomes easier eventually to add, for it to become about much bigger things okay uh, because you've just had so much practice and you're good at it and you you know whatever internal qualms you would have about it internal what qualms use that in a sentence <laughs> <laughs> misgivings yeah why wouldn't you just use that Because qualm is also a valid word to use for the It's means such the same a thing. big word. Okay. <laughs> Your own internal If you qualms. You have internal misgivings about it, Not right? Qualms. You you know through 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 the, the the use of small lies and 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 manipulating your partner on a constant basis with that. Mm-hmm. You figure out how to, you know, disconnect those misgivings and that's going to allow you to do other things like cheat eventually. I'm just going to go off topic. Uh-huh. Have you ever thought of doing a podcast? Because I like I know you. Uh, right no, no, this is not yours. <laughs> you <I> guess <laughs> you're getting way too comfortable. I'm just saying you're really good at this. I, no, because I, I know you, and we've had this conversation. But the thing right now that we're doing this, and I'm like, oh my god, I, I will. No, this is what was going through my head when you're talking. I was like, oh my god, I'll date that person. It's like, wait, I'm dating him. Sorry, in a relationship with him. I I I don't know. But you're for really me, good at this. I, like even right now, though, I feel uncomfortable in that I like to have uh, evidence for things that I'm saying. <laughs> so you feel like some of the things is not half researched. You know, like it's kind of half baked. You know, um, like the beating of kids results into cheating. I know you're gonna look for that. That is half baked for sure. Um, the you know the you know the fact that, that scientifically it's not good for kids and it, it you know it, it it's not good for um, you know, like I said, you know, the internal locus of control and stuff like that mm-hmm. among, amongst uh, kids and like that. I think that 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 is actually established. In but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of curious now about like how much people have looked into lying and you know, the, like I said, these these processes. This is this is my own you know personal feelings on the subject. But if I was going to do a podcast, I'd want to like research and find you know. To see if there's any evidence to back up for some of this stuff, like so, this does is a place where I say a disclaimer. Become easier as you do it more. I'm uh, sure it's like practice makes perfect. If you do it to perfect. certain people, does it become easier than like to lie to them over bigger the things in the sex. future? <laughs> you practice more, you get better. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most fundamental? Maybe top three fundamental things to have a healthy relationship. Before you answer that, do you think we have a healthy relationship? <laughs> I do think we have a healthy relationship. Awesome, because I do feel the same. Um, I'm also delusional. Well, we, we've talked before about uh, love languages and uh-huh. how. Well, I think what makes ours a bit easy is not—it's not so much that we completely align on love languages, we but that you easy. sort of like accept all love languages. Yeah, so I'm a language. The things poet. that I like to do, right? Mm-hmm. My big one is it's acts of service, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm really big on acts of service, and I'm really big at and receiving. You <laughs> receive acts of service and feel loved for that. Uh, yeah, you would also, you know, appreciate words of affection, uh, gifts. Um, Physical touch, which we also do, uh, and physical touch is also a thing of mine. Um, yeah, yours is like three. Three. Physical touch, quality time. Ah, yes, quality time. That is the one I had forgotten about. Actually, you are more two, if anything. Really? What did I miss something? Like, so I like to give acts of service. I don't really need to receive acts of service. So yours are two. 
fucking and cuddling. Oh, things that I like to do. <laughs> well, no, it's quality time and and yeah, physical touch. Physical touch does not mean sex necessarily. I like to think it means sex. <laughs> <laughs> Um, For a person who, who we both have, but have you seen how we are like not handsy? We really try to be. Well, not we're being respectful uh, for your 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 viewing audience. I appreciate it, but I also miss you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're right. How you left completely? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so I still think you're right. The love language, knowing them. Yeah. There are two ways to this. Knowing love language, but also knowing your partner's love language. Yes. So, and but perhaps er, this is something that people could do when they're dating, right? Early on to like Ooh. talk about this. We are on the advice section. If you have... <laughs> no, I was just thinking about like, this is not something that a lot of people think about until like later on. They're in a relationship and mm-hmm. now people are telling you like, oh, love language is something important. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be great if you actually just sort of like... You, you know, sussed that out early on when you're you dating what? people. Sussed it out, figured it out. Why oh, didn't you just use it? <laughs> early on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as part of the, like I said, one of the, it, 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 as something you might consider type, like a, like a values, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if, if gift giving is super high on your list of love languages and your partner is just somebody who's never going to do that, you're always going to feel... Going nowhere. Uh, yeah, but you find people getting into relationships anyways uh, for whatever other reasons and then not really understanding why... You no, know, even though I they're they're both like perfectly nice people and being ni- and nice to each other, they don't feel it because I was one of those people. I don't think love language is that common of a topic. More and more mainstream media is kind of pushing it, but it's not something that you just find outside. You just there's this whole thing about finding somebody has this this six foot something, he's good looking, and that for me works. But I think you're the person who taught me what love language was. So I kind of knew what I wanted, but I didn't know it was like categorized into these five, now six chunks. They kind of discovered another one. <laughs> right. So there's six chunks of love language. Because I was like, I appreciate one, two, three, but I didn't know that's kind of how I see love. And it was harder for me because as much as I, I enjoy gift giving and it's kind of my form of love language whether you want it or not I feel like if I give you a gift you should know that I love you and you would care less so that was also confusing as I'm trying to give you a gift so to show you my love through like this material thing and you being non-materialistic it doesn't work so it that kind of humbled me but also gave me a good lesson to understand it's just not enough to know what love language is, you also have to know your partner's love language and how they actually right. feel. So, so some people, I think you're already in a relationship and, and you can learn about this and, and then you can try and make an effort mm-hmm. to express love to your partner in their love language. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's very difficult to do, actually, uh, because that's not your natural mode necessarily of doing things. Mm-hmm. So if at all possible, this is the advice I early on when you're Advice dating somebody is back. figure out what you know each other's love languages are and see if you're already compatible there because that would be way easier yeah, than, it's than like trying to natural exactly it's just natural okay and I think that's why it's been super easy for us because 
Although we don't align on all of our love languages, we align on enough so that we do constantly feel appreciated. We don't align on all our love languages. You were just describing how gift giving. When you give no, a gift to me, that's it, good for me. You don't love gifts. I get to give the money. <laughs> so we align so well, my love. But it was something that you like to do. It's a way that you show, uh, you know, affection for somebody. And I, just, I didn't just, know. I, I didn't notice. know. I just thought that if you're in love, you have to get that person stuff yeah all the time that's kind of what and then i was like oh there's also these things like this person feels more loved if you're just holding hands or going out on hikes you yeah. feel the most just hanging out yeah see you're easier to love and also easier on my bank account so i appreciate it <laughs> you mentioned love language i would go with compatibility Sometimes you, falling in love is easy. We're going to agree that, right? Mm-hmm. At least for me. It's so easy. But are you compatible? I don't find it easy. But Falling uh, in love? Yeesh. I mean, when it happens, it happens. But, it's so uh, easy. It doesn't happen. Just you, you have a list. With anybody. It has to be like one, two, three, four, five. Check, 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 check. Plan the wedding. Boom. No, I need, well, <laughs> you, know, you need somebody who's a good communicator, who's open, Right? Who's... You mentioned the, the thing that I was going for. Communication. Mm-hmm. Okay. So communication is another one. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because can... in order to even to figure no, out a lot of this other stuff I was talking about, you have to be able to communicate. You need to be open with each other. You need to be able to talk. Okay. Um, and, you know, maybe uh, good communicators also will realize that they're not compatible because they're both so good at communicating. They can communicate that they have different values, that they don't have, you know, aligning love languages, mm-hmm. these kinds of things. And they can, you know, uh, agree to go and find other people to communicate with because <laughs> they're just not going to uh, have an easy time of it. Okay. Um, I think so much of, uh, you know, early relationship stuff, uh, people, you know, we fall into relationships with different people for different reasons, and then so much of relationship um, advice and stuff like that is figuring out how to fix stuff. Okay. But wouldn't it be wonderful to not have to fix stuff? I'm not okay. saying that you, you know, you're that you, you're gonna find your perfect, perfect, you know, soul match out there, but mm-hmm. um, there. You, you know, we're not so constrained in the way, you know, in, mod- in sort of modern love in the modern world compared to how, you know, we would have been sort of more in the past when, you know, you really were quite limited in your options and you, you know, might not have a lot of choice over who you get married to and stuff like that. And so then it really was about like how to make this work. Okay. Instead of, you know, sort of playing the field a little bit, experimenting a little bit, figuring things out a bit, and then looking for somebody that, you know, you really align with. Mm-hmm. That gonna, person is out there. I'm going to ask you a question because you kind of brought it up on your own. Yeah. Do you believe in soulmates? Am I your soulmate? <laughs> I, well, I mean, yes and no. Well, I just described it. Yeah, you can find somebody that you align with in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think you're going to find just one. I think that there are probably lots of people out there who, who, who you know who are who, your soulmates who <laughs> so i wouldn't call them a soulmate soulmate to me it applies like it's like one soul and the other soul and that's yeah. it yeah but i feel like have you had a soulmate before if i had a soulmate before yeah. I, I don't know i don't 
you currently have a soulmate. Oh, apparently this is a breakup <laughs> vlog. <laughs> we left with intimacy and friendship. Do you think they matter? And to what extent? <laughs> of course they matter. <laughs> no, this is supposed to be like, like interview stage. Obviously uh, they matter. A hundred percent. A hundred percent? Yeah. Uh, care to ex expand? Okay, well, unless you're talking about asexual people, in which case if you find two asexual people, they could really have a great time together without any intimacy. But okay. um, most people, I think, out there are not asexual and uh, therefore, yeah, you want to have some uh, intimacy some and uh, some compatibility there. Okay, so I'm going to ask you like a very dumb question. Mm -hmm. Sorry. There are no dumb questions, babe. Uh -huh. All right. Between intimacy and friendship, which one plays a bigger role in the relationship? Well, friendship, I think, is... Oh, thank God. If you said intimacy, I would have bolted out of here. <laughs> I think... Friendship is a bigger role because you, you're going to spend more time being friends and, and just, you know... Less humping like that. Yeah, you know, you can... Uh, you know... I mean, even if you, like, you know, yes, the humping is always eventually going <laughs> to decline because uh, for one reason or another, uh, you know, eventually you're going to have, uh, you know, broken hips and, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? You know, you get into your oh. 90s or whatever. Okay, like, at some point, yes, it's going to decline. That's what you decline. mean. I thought, like, we are humping all the way we break. No, 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 no. I, I mean, people get old eventually. Okay. So regardless, you know, even if uh, there aren't other, uh, in, in, you know, reasons why, why uh, yes, the humping might decline. Uh, yeah, you know, eventually you're going to get really, really old. And so, you, of course, yes, the friendship is what always needs to be there. Okay. And be part of it. Yes. So we're about to sign out. Any parting words to our listeners and viewers on YouTube? <laughs> no, let me change that. My listeners and my viewers on YouTube. How is this? This is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that you reminded me that we're doing a podcast and this is going to be on TV, well, on on YouTube, but on all, TV. all of a sudden, it, yes, I am. All of a sudden, it has yes, become a bit... Uh, now I feel like shutting up again. <laughs> no, and no, be quiet. Um, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. This was exceptional. I didn't even expect this. Theron went all the way, and honestly, I do appreciate. And maybe we're going to make him a regular, a co-host. co-host in your future. Sure. Um, I think this is all we have for you guys. We also wanted to discuss travel, but we're going to expand that in a whole different episode, expand it further, because I think it's something that it's a passion for both of us, some more than others. By some, I mean, no, it's all of us. So we'll share our tips, tricks, mistakes, and how we can navigate it better. Until then, stay safe and, you know, respond to that DM. Your soulmate might be in your inbox. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye.